Hey, welcome to another episode of the Darren Sargent Show, episode number 33. This is the podcast where you get life advice from a single-handed perspective. If you don't know what that means, go check out my website. You can go to thedarrensargentshow.com, find out more information about me there. But today, in this episode, episode number 33, we're going to be talking about the question, how do you start? I think it's fitting for an episode of the first day of the week. I don't know when you'll be listening to this, of course, but if you're listening to it, when it comes out, it's a Monday. Welcome to the Darren Sargent Show. We are all likely familiar with the old fable of the tortoise and the hare. Now, if those words are unfamiliar to you, that simply, in layman's terms, is a turtle and a rabbit. Now, most often, the story is told to convey the principle basically from the vantage point of the tortoise, who just kept putting one foot in front of the other, refusing to give up. And while that is a very powerful lesson that I think all of us can learn and must learn, Have we ever really thought of how the race might have turned out had that rabbit not stopped to take a nap? Think about it. Undoubtedly, the rabbit suffered from poor self-discipline, probably didn't have much determination, but he almost won the race even with a half an hour siesta figured into his run. The fact is that the hare started with such enthusiastic exhilaration that the race basically would have been a lopsided victory had he simply continued moving forward. Now, this morning's episode, today's episode, the thought is basically I'm trying to provoke us in support of an enthusiastic start. Now, I know what matters in the end is that we finish, but How much better is it to arrive at the end able to celebrate a no-doubt-about-it victory than a dull and boring ho-hum win? 2 Samuel chapter 6, we read one of the very first acts of David as the king of Israel, and it was to bring the ark which housed and represented the presence of God back to its rightful place in the tabernacle. David's declaration was that he would begin, he would start his rule by making the presence of God his priority. Now, we all know the story. After a failed first attempt, 2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 12 tells us that David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom into the city of David with gladness. Our continued reading of this occasion would chronicle basically an exuberant and enthusiastic David dancing before the Lord with with passion. It was even found offensive by some, including his wife. Unlike the rabbit who started enthusiastically but stopped, David continued to serve the Lord with gladness, and his rule over Israel would be filled with victory, and even in death, Israel continued to be exalted. David turned the kingdom, a healthy kingdom, over to his son Solomon. He had a plan in place for an immaculate temple. He had an abundance of wealth and resources. What started with enthusiasm in David's life ended with abundance. 
Too often, I think we start like the tortoise. We're void of passion, lacking emotion, destined to fail. Sure, if we put one foot in front of the other and just keep plugging along, we may just win the race if the rabbit stops to take a nap. Why should we depend on a napping rabbit to ensure victory when you can position yourself for emphatic victory simply by practicing enthusiastic starts? The key is to not get bogged down in the middle of the journey. Momentum is maintained by staying in the moment. The first part of momentum is moment. When you start looking at everything that hasn't happened yet or feel as if you are, I'm so far ahead of the game, I can just, I can kind of let down on life. I can stop being the person that, that I've been to get me to this point. I'll relax. Well, we know how that ended up with David one day. He did that when kings were supposed to go forth to battle. He stayed home, and maybe that'll be another episode in and of itself. But you have to stop and focus on what is happening in the moment. Because when you start looking around at everything that hasn't happened or, or, or you feel like you've got it all together, the tortoise may pass you by. You have to stay fixated on what is in front of you but also understand what is around you that could keep you from successfully running the race that is set before you. It was the same King David that started his reign with enthusiasm and ended with abundance that, and he had mishaps along the way. I've already mentioned one of them, but he would later say, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. We don't have to read any further to imagine how his experience at the house of the Lord went. Undoubtedly, it went incredible and he left fulfilled and courage and strength and that's why he was glad. When you start out your week dreading Monday and you're troubled over Tuesday and you're worried about Wednesday and and, and by the time you get to Thursday, you need therapy, (laughs) it's likely that your week is going to be less than fulfilling. But when we begin our day by listing all that might go wrong and the difficulties that we are certain to face, we are as well likely to be in for a long, long day. Now, here are just a few steps to follow that I think will help your start. It will help increase enthusiasm in your journey. We all get bogged down. We all get tired. We all get uh, distracted by things. We're in a season right now. There's a lot of distractions. People are distracted. And there are some things that I think we should follow to increase enthusiasm. The first one is simply this, stay thinking positive. Stay thinking positive. Get your mind out of the negative mess that is being so pumped through all the media right now. It's ridiculous. Stay thinking positive. Realize that No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Understand, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Realize, if God is for you, who can be against you? Think positive. We talked about this in earlier episodes, but Paul even writes about it in Philippians. He says, you know, think on these things. So many times our minds can get in these ruts. And when the mind gets in a rut, 
You start assuming things about life, about others, about your situation, about what's going on in your job. You, you start assuming things that are not right. Start, stay, start and stay thinking positive. Another one is simply this, define your goals. What, what do you want to accomplish? Do you have a five-year goal, a 10-year goal? Do you, have, do you have a next month goal? What are you wanting to accomplish? Define your goals. Write them down. I do this on a regular basis. I take two or three times a year, and I have where I just focus on my goals, and I write them down, and I shut things off for, for a few hours or a day or, or two days, or my wife and I go away, and we just focus on what needs to be accomplished over the next several months or years. Third thing is practice speaking faith. This is something that I've had to put into my life in troubled times, when times when I feel like the enemy has come against us or things aren't going the way that I thought they would go, I have to continue speaking faith. Speak faith to your situation. You have the presence of God abiding in you. You can speak to those things that are not as though they already are. Speak faith. Don't don't let the first thing that comes out of your mouth be negative. You ever talk to those people, say, hey, man, sure is a nice day. Just wait. It'll rain. You know, you know, it's like, okay, dude, go go back to your hole. Leave me alone. I got a race to run here. I'm not saying let's not face reality. I'm not saying we don't have to deal with things, but I'm saying, you know, let your words, there is power we need to do. Oh, yes, we do. We need to do an entire episode on the power of life and death that resides in the tongue. I, I, need to, I need to work on that. I'll write that down to make sure we have an episode on that coming up very soon because so much of what we speak hinders what we do and where we go. And finally, and this, is, this is for all you um, Winnie the Pooh lovers, avoid Eeyore's, yes, I said it. Avoid pessimistic and negative people. Avoid people that are always down in the dumps. Avoid people that are always negative about everything. You ever talk to somebody by the time you get done, you feel like you just, you got to go get yourself cleaned up because it's just like they just, every conversation is, oh, oh, I can't make it. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, you know what? It rains on the just and the unjust. You're not the only one going through this. You're not the only one facing, oh, you don't understand. I may not understand, but I've been through some difficult times in my life. I refuse to live my life surrounded by pessimistic and negative people. Ain't got time for that. You hear what I said? Ain't got time for that. I'm going to make sure that the people that I put, and you have a choice. Now, I know some of y'all said, well, you don't understand. I'm, I'm I'm living with them. Well, you know what? Shut the door, turn on some good music, love Jesus, and keep moving forward. Sometimes you got to do that. But to your best ability, avoid Eeyore complexed type people. It's not as bad. Here's a statement I've lived by. It's never as bad as we think it is, even though we may not think it, it's as good as it needs to be. It's never as bad as we think it is, even though we may think at times it's not as good as we think it should be. Just recognize 
you're going to get through this. Start your day like the rabbit. Let's, let's, let's not give the rabbit such a bum rap. Start your day like a rabbit. Leave the starting line with a bounce in your step today. Put a smile on your face. Face your challenges with a little bit of joy. Who says you have to be so down in the dumps and so uh, everything's just oh ho-hum? Come on. Face your day with joy. Nobody said you have to run like the turtle to win the race. It's just a story. So how do you start? It's a simple question, but one that I think needs to be thought about today. Thanks for listening to the Darren Sargent Show. As I mentioned earlier, you can find out more about me and more about what I have to offer, things that I've written, things that we are currently working on at darrensargent.com. If you want to know about the podcast, you want to listen to some of the episodes on my brand new page on the website, The Darren Sargent Show. Go there, Darren's The Darren Sargent Show. I always forget the thedarrensargentshow.com. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe, rate, review. Give us a five-star rating if you could. If you're enjoying the show, just take a second. Go to Apple Podcasts and rate it. If you're listening on Spotify, rate it there. Follow it there. But it does so much to help us get this out to other people. Such an amazing audience, and I greatly appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in this episode of the Darren Sargent Show.